have started a series of podcasts with stories and interviews of these real life heroes of India. Today, here for the same amongst us, we have an eminent personality, Miss Gunjan Kulkarni. Ma'am is a child and family psychologist with a master's degree in child psychology from Oxford, United Kingdom. So I invite ma'am to honor us with an interview with today's moderator, Ms. Ria Kulkarni. Thank you, Arya. Uh, good evening, everyone. And uh, I'm privileged to be uh, taking the interview of Ms. Gunjan Kulkarni. So without any further ado, I think uh, we'll just dive right into the interview. All right, ma'am, I'll just start off with the first question. In recent years, we've been talking a lot about mental health on social media predominantly, but sadly in real life, uh, it it continues to remain a taboo, something that is very shushed about. Now, you see, nowadays, uh, we see that an undue comparison has been made among adolescents on the basis of uh, the kind of clothes they wear, on the shoes they own, on the mobile phones they own, or the uh, brand, or basically the brand products that they own. Uh, And this creates a peer pressure among them because they want to be perceived as a cool person by their peers. What advice would you like to give the adolescent to deal with this pressure? Alright, so it's a very important issue that you're raising, uh, Ria, uh, especially amongst adolescents. Compare uh, themselves with each other, there, there's a lot of peer pressure and there is a, a fear that if I if I don't fit in, then I will be labelled or I will be teased or I will be bullied. Okay, so this need of fitting in uh, is uh, causing a lot of distress. Uh, not only emotional distress but also financial distress on on the parents because not everybody can afford all the brand products and uh, probably not it is not necessary also so basically this need of fitting in uh, needs to be addressed first why to fit in when you're born to stand out so every person is a very different and unique kind of person they have their own strengths and weaknesses so uh, when you, when as an adolescent you try to fit in, you try to uh, in fact reduce your abilities, you try to in fact uh, curtail your strengths or your uh, creativity by just going uh, going by whatever is the trend or whatever is the cool thing these days. So uh, it's important that you understand that uh, it is not necessary always to fit in. We are also seeing on social media that just to fit in or just to be a part of some group or some cult, people are following or people are doing certain uh, very uh, violent, very aggressive things also. So um, rather than fitting in, uh, I would suggest the teenagers or adolescents to find some unique hobbies or unique um, interests which they can pursue, which will make them stand out. So, for example, one person can be very good at trading, one uh, person can be good at uh, playing a musical instrument and uh, these particular things are your uniqueness. So, just finding your uniqueness and standing out with your uniqueness will uh, reduce the peer pressure that will give you a confidence that yes, I'm something, I don't have to be a part of something or I don't have to be a part of a group. If, even if I don't want to want to do it, so uh, I would again suggest all the adolescents to stand out rather than fitting in. 
all right uh thank you ma'am now just to follow up on the question that we started off with uh you as i spoke about the lot of social media pressure that builds up on the teenagers now social media accounts are something that have become inevitable recently at least because uh you know that they are the means of staying connected with your friends at least in the, these pandemic times so how do teenagers you know deal with that social media pressure you know i have to get these many likes it is uh, rather than calling it a pressure we call it as a um, a tool uh, it is a tool which can be utilized uh, in a in whatever manner you can so uh, it, it is a very good tool to reach out to people as you rightly said to connect with people in such pandemic conditions uh, for uh, uh, for need and for to help people to reach out to people so rather than banning it completely or rather than saying that it is completely useless it is it just takes you to a uh, wrong path let's just try to utilize it in a right manner a uh, simple example the uh, uh, when a uh, human being uh, like uh, they um, discovered a fire so fire can be utilized in a very right manner food uh, everyday food and uh, it can it can also be very disastrous so there is a lot of peer pressure that aapko itne likes milne chahiye then you need to be perfect you need to show your um, image in such a way See, basically, uh, first we need to understand why teenagers get attracted to social media. Now, first thing is you can hide what you really are. You can be a completely different person on social media. You can uh, keep um, showing some uh, goody picture of uh, yourself on social media. Another thing is you can um, you can be faceless. You can uh, talk to people. There is there is a lot of trolling or cyber bullying happening. where the uh, person doesn't have to show their identity and still they can uh, target somebody still they can bully some the very uh, wrong terrain where we where certain teenagers are going just uh, just so that they can hide their identity so that they don't have to come in front of people uh, face to face so uh, social media is used for that for, for that purpose also so uh, understand your emotional boundaries understand your uh, network area if i if i will so just uh, understand it and important thing is in uh, in regards to peer pressure as well as in regards to cyberbullying communication with your a trusted adult is must because as a as a adolescent there are certain things we uh, certain hurdles which we are not aware about so uh, communicating with your parents or some trusted adults some teachers who uh, who can understand you who would be able to guide you better so just communicating with them telling them that this is happening on my social media uh, this is where i'm i'm feeling a little uncomfortable what should i do so take help take guidance and and use this uh, platform wisely Okay, thank you, ma'am. Uh, definitely very helpful. Now we are moving ahead with a different uh, segment of the adolescent part itself. So, uh, as all of you might know, uh, a lot of interaction has been going about substance and substance abuse in the media. 
but uh, it has been observed that school going adolescents especially they are falling prey to this substance and so what is your opinion right again that is a fear of thinking i uh, i would look at uh, the, this case of uh, ssr as a uh, opportunity in this guys that this issue of drugs has surfaced again this is persistent issue in our country and uh, this is surfaced and it is it is talked about quite a lot with this case so uh, uh, right now we need to we need to give attention to this issue it's a it's a peer pressure because uh, i mean if i don't try something then i'll be go out of the group i'll be teased i'll, I'll be looked down upon so these these are the fears that uh, let you i mean that makes you uh, try these things and then then probably there is a possibility that you go or go on that path and then so uh, there there is a possibility that there are once you get into it even i mean uh, many teenagers think that are mai to addicted nahi hunga i'm just trying it out usme kya ha right but then it's uh, there is a possibility that they go on this uh, path or then they get sucked into uh, such a situation where it is difficult for them to come out of it so that's why it's very important very uh, you have to be cautious and again uh, i would say say that keep uh, communicating with your parents or a trusted adult and tell them that this is what uh, was offered to me this is so they are there to help you talk to them and at the same time if there are parents around in this uh, session i would like to tell them i would like to urge them that when your teenagers when your adolescents are telling you that this is what they did or this is what they are pressured into So immediately don't don't start lecturing them, or immediately don't start telling them that this is wrong. You should not do this. Something that they uh, create an environment where they can talk to you openly about their fears, their uncertainties, about their anxiety. So it it's a two-way process. So regarding peer pressure, regarding cyberbullying, as well as substance abuse, communication and trust between parents and uh, teenagers is must. Okay, so moving ahead with our next question. Uh, this is a question from a parent, as a matter of fact. So, how do you deal with today's strong-headed preteen kids? All right. Well, uh, when you say strong-headed, I would take it as a compliment. uh i i know you are not going to like this but i would take it as a compliment i would say that your uh, daughter or son whoever they are they have their own opinion when you say that they are strong headed they have their own opinion and that's that's that is that, that is very important that is taking the, that is going to lead them to stand out rather than fitting in so when if if you are looking at a, that quality as a strong headed or rigid person i would say they they are they have the ability to stick to their guts which is very important this question has come from parents so i am addressing to parents mainly that uh, as parents we are growing with our children so when they are into their preteens our children are into their preteens then we are into our preteens also so uh, we have to change our communication with our children like um, when they are babies we talk to them in a very um, like uh, my sweet child my mera bachcha and these kind of things but if you continue that uh, continue doing that to their uh, to your teenagers or to your babies they are not going to like it 
secondly uh, we are used to as especially as indian parents we are used to planning everything for our children probably planning their entire life uh, ahead uh, as as parents we want to protect their life we want to give them a very safe and secure life but then in that process how are they going to learn about so uh, uh, if you are planning everything and then they don't like it they they have their own opinion and they don't then they don't like it then there is going there is going to be friction so we have to understand that um, they uh, we have to change our communication with our kids uh, for example uh, we can give them give them opportunity to plan their own schedules we don't have to plan it for them like daily schedules Uh, another example uh, we can give them opportunity to choose certain things for them like uh, how, how do they want to plan their birthday party okay we can give them an opportunity to plan it out but you can keep the budgeting in your hands you can tell them that these things are known but uh, in these areas you can definitely do what you did before so it is important that they get the sense that they they are making decisions they are choosing something for themselves they are making their own schedules uh, and that that way they a they will learn and b they will find best way okay thank you so much ma'am now uh, the next question that I'm, i'll be asking you it's from a parent uh and uh, sh- she's uh, she's a mother of an 11 year old uh, student and she asks that my child is getting constantly deviated from her studies and she lacks concentration so how do you improve it and how can a parent judge their child's line of interest okay um so basically um it is very uh, it would be very unfair if i comment on her lack of concentration without knowing any other background like how she how she is in academics how the, uh, what is the family background what is uh, what is her academic performance it has it suddenly dropped or it is always been the case so i i would uh, refrain myself from commenting anything on that but at uh, as as you saying that she is 11 year old there could be hormonal issues uh, that uh, that that has started in so at that at this time it is possible that you uh, your uh, concentration reduces your or again um, she is again into a pre teen so there there could be a lot of distractions which uh, which are more Uh, now they uh, now online teaching or online plat- digital platform is open for the students and digital pl- platform is not just restricted to online teaching it has ample of information ample of things so that there this could be a distraction also so uh, to improve concentration uh, you can uh, find ways to make the studying fun and uh, uh, so trying to learn that means she can learn activity uh, through activities and that's a good way of uh, teaching like for example uh, when you are uh, cooking we can be uh, like uh, correlate cooking with science there is a lot of science in our kitchen so uh, doing doing certain thing, uh, things through activities like uh, understanding the um, growth of a plant it can be actually you can uh, you can uh, uh, like start planting or you can start gardening and uh, learn plantation or learn uh, uh, growth of a plant through this so there could be a lot of activities through which she will learn as well as uh, she will uh, find it very interesting 
uh, and um, let me be very clear with you see there are various uh, learning styles some uh, some children or some people like to learn through reading some people can uh, are predominant predominantly uh, auditory learners they they listen and learn some people uh, are more of write, uh, they, they write and learn some people can do activities and then they learn so it is important to know what your child is what is is your child's predominant learning style and then um, giving those certain opportunities like that uh, uh, like which which suits to their learning style uh, it will help them to learn better and your second uh, question was about how to judge your child's uh, inclination right see uh, i always believe that uh, as parents we are best observers of our children we have seen them like growing in front of our eyes so uh, we can keep observing them what they are interested in what are their qualities are they interested in observing are they are they very good at observing are they good at memorizing are they good at uh, singing or uh, dancing performing arts so we we are uh, we are best judge for that we just uh, we can uh, observe it uh, in our in front of our eyes uh, i would say at this age at the age of 11 Uh, there is no uh, no need to fix any career alternative for her or to uh, like uh, plan something for her that yes mera beta engineer banega kind of uh, thing so you should not we should not do this so we just it's a process uh, that you we can go through you can observe your child's um, inclinations their interest that you can note it down and probably at the age of 8th uh, or 9th grade Uh, you can get their attitude, interest, or personality test done, and it it can throw more light on what they are good at. Also, at the age of eleven, it is a good a good start. Um, I mean, good age where you can start talking to them about different kind, different careers, career alternatives. So they can start thinking that this particular career alternative has the uh, these qualities. This particular career alternative can uh, give me these kind of opportunity. So you should you can start talking to them about careers. I would suggest not fix the don't fix anything at this. Okay. Thank you, ma'am. Uh, definitely helpful. Now, uh, the next two questions that we are going ahead with is: Why does positive parenting play an important role in a child's life, and what is a reasonable parenting style? Uh, I like this question uh, because it says positive parenting as well as it, it asks about what what is reasonable. Because uh, we also have to find a balance. Uh, positive uh, parenting is definitely a. a a good platform or good a parenting style or it 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 can fetch a very um, it can fetch good results however uh, it can be sometimes it can be very idealistic also uh, as uh, parents uh, we are first of all we are human so uh, we have to uh, we have to give ourselves some um, um, like some opportunities to fail also because uh, we can give we, we need to give ourselves that kind of uh, leverage that we can uh, that's okay we can feel sometimes right uh, but when we when we say positive parenting it uh, the word itself uh, tells you that looking at your parenting more positively more construct in a more more constructive manner 
so uh, uh, it focuses on your child's uh, strengths rather than weaknesses so nobody nobody has given birth to any bad child right so uh, we basically we need to every child or every person for that matter is a package of strengths and weaknesses so we have to give give focus to the strengths rather than focusing on weaknesses uh positive parenting also tells you not to compare your child with anybody else uh, because they everybody is unique so uh, they they have their own pace of learning they have their own pace of growth so uh, it also tells you not to compare uh, any child with the other right ma'am but thank you so much for summing it up so beautifully um first of all thank you ria and uh, thanks to your school for arranging this kind of uh, interaction between students parents and uh, me uh, it was lovely uh, interacting with you all and uh, whenever in future i would like to uh, physically meet you all also whenever the time permits and all the best to all of you most of you are in 10th grade i guess so all the best to you for for your exam and uh, all the best to other students for their future thank you ma'am thank you